Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one, one will be taken to the next stage if we remember to do the bit where we take one to the next stage. And the next stage in this instance is that it will be used as a bargaining chip for peace negotiations between the careers. Ah. I don't know if they call them the careers, but things have cooled off a bit. It seems like you can just be like, the careers, you know? Yeah, yeah. I had Korean food for lunch. Sounds, where are we going for dinner? Oh, we're going over to the Careers house. Ah. Sounds like a family name, doesn't it? Does it does sound like, yeah, well, they're a big happy family now. Everything's fine. <laughs> Lovely. Everything's fine. I'm Joel, a man who puts the hung in hungover, and across from me is John Harris, a man who drank three and a half pints of weak ale last night and hasn't stopped complaining since. <laughs> oh, I don't like beer. I beer hate means beer. I didn't enjoy myself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all true. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, yeah. Off recording, because on podcasts when people say off air, I always think it sounds like it's live, so I'm going to say off recording. Off recording, Joel. Off mic. Off mic, Joel is totally on my side with this. Yeah. But on pod, he's acting all Billy Big Balls. I want this recording to be over so quickly because I'm going to go home and eat Domino's in my pants. Yay! Uh, Go to dominoes.co.uk forward slash pants for 10% off Domino's. (laughs) John. Hello. I've got nothing. Is, is this the podcast? That I've, got just telling me? I've got nothing <laughs> just, left. Uh, mate, you've got dominoes look, and pants later. You're, uh, uh, look, you're going to be doing a lot of the heavy lifting this week. I mean, Give I'm, me many film ideas. Well, fortunately, our, our lovely, lovely listeners have... Yeah, uh, I haven't checked any yeah, of the yeah, channels. Exactly. I haven't looked in any of the pipes, mate. But fortunately, I, I went on... I checked out our DMs. Uh, so, uh, this one's from Lucy. The Thing 1 and Thing 2. What, a Thing 1 and Thing 2? They're, the Dr. Zeus thing? Yeah, I think they're from Cat in the Hat. They just they've got oh, like side characters in Cat in the Hat. Yeah. I think they just cause mayhem. Okay. And the thing causes mayhem. Yeah. Have you seen the thing? I've seen the thing. I haven't seen the it's thing. It's one of the f- few horror films I've seen. I saw it in German though. Okay. That's uh, thing. <laughs> the thing. I don't think it was one that was massively dependent on what was being said, so I still got the gist. Okay. They're in a snowy place. Yeah. A creature keeps deforming into loads of weird. Was monsters. the creature German? Was it well I mean it spoke German. Was the thing German? spoke German? Does the thing speak? 
I thought I honestly in my head the thing is like just like a gelatinous blob. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. Is it? It's confusing. What is the thing? Well, it takes loads of forms. Oh. So one and it goes into the like it infects the people and it makes them turn into really weird creatures and stuff. Oh, I didn't know. It's like a virus that turns you mad and monstery. I thought the thing was just one thing, but then it can't. So the thing is still the thing when it infects someone and turns them into a different creature. Yeah. So I. So what's that creature? The thing. I assume the entire. Biomass is the thing. Oh, like like the virus is the thing. Yeah. If you Not it. any of the creatures. What are they? Well, they're all part of it, thinglings. aren't they? Thinglings. They're little thinglings. <laughs> little thinglings. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what well. about Sam I Am? <laughs> because he's not, he doesn't like green eggs and ham. Yeah. That much we know. What else do we know about Sam I Am? No, hang on. No, that's a lie. Sam I Am is the guy peddling the green eggs and ham. I do <laughs> not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam I Am. That would suggest Sam I Am's always trying to give them green eggs and ham. <laughs> Who's, I will not eat them on a boat. I will not eat them in a moat. That's kind of how the book goes, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he won't eat them in a lot of places. I will not eat them up in space. I will not eat them off your face. It's stuff like that. <laughs> if if someone offered me a meal that I didn't want, mm-hmm. the location of the meal doesn't massively affect whether I'd accept it or not. Not true. Okay. Someone offers you a vindaloo in the Sahara Desert. <laughs> Get by. Someone offers you a vindaloo in the Arctic Circle. <laughs> Are you, I tell you what, after I've been to Lou, you wouldn't have an Arctic Circle, mate. <laughs> Is there a thing from the Arctic Circle? I think so. It's definitely no. a snowy place. <laughs> you couldn't tell, mate, it's in German. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm, more, I'm quite interested in green, green eggs and ham. <laughs> yeah. Would you eat them? Someone, I, I, you come Who's over there, right? Who's you, peddling it? Who's peddling it? Sam, I am. <laughs> so I, I don't trust that guy. You're coming over for breakfast, yeah. and I'm like, look. I've got a chef in. Tesco was closed. But a bloke popped round. <laughs> I said, what's your name? He said, Sam, I am. And I said, do you know Will? <laughs> I got it, I got yeah. it. Because uh, <laughs> he sold me some black eyed peas earlier. <laughs> <laughs> are they, they going to go together? And I'm cooking you up breakfast. Yeah. I'm like, mate, I've got some eggs and ham. What You're thinking, lovely. You're <laughs> yeah. at the table. I'm and excited. then I bring the plate. Why are you and- making me ham for breakfast? Mm, that's a good point. Bacon sort of ham, isn't it? Yeah, fine. So anyway... I pop it down, yeah. and it's just green. All of it. And Yolks, like, whites. Yeah, but they're different shades. Okay. And <laughs> so imagine it like imagine if it is bacon, yeah. the sort of the fleshy bit, it's quite a dark green, yeah. and the fat's quite a light green. <laughs> Similarly with the egg, yeah, yeah. the egg white, yeah. quite a light green. Yeah. The yolk, oh, a deep green, very deep green. And that's put in front of you. What do you say? What have you done? You know me quite well, though, don't you? So yeah. I'm going to give you two situations. Yeah. Firstly... You're at mine, and I make you that, mm-hmm. and it's just green. Yeah. You're going to say, why is that green? Yeah. And I'll say, Sam I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, it's that or nothing, mate, basically. <laughs> Sam I am. Would you give them a go? Uh, are you eating them? Yeah. Yeah, then fine. But you're not in front of you. I say <laughs> I say that I've already eaten mine. Well, look, so I, I'm not going to tell the full story, but something happened to me the other day that, <laughs> that I've, t- I've told you about yeah. that made me realise that even though I think I'm a strong, independent adult, I'm clearly so susceptible to peer pressure still yeah. that I that someone a, in a senior position to me offering me something, I will still say, I will still do it, yeah, even yeah. if my better judgment is saying this is stupid. So, so probably that, that brings me to my next point. Yeah. You're at your girlfriend's mum's house. Oh, yeah. And she brings out green eggs. Mm, The the best meal I've ever eaten. (laughs) That's so true. You'd be like, yeah, give me the green eggs. Third option, Heston. You're at Heston's restaurant. Then even better. You'd be annoyed (laughs) if they were the standard (laughs) colour. Yeah. Yeah, You're not trying, Heston. (laughs) Um, It all brings me round to green ketchup. 
<laughs> it always does. Which was a thing it always back does. in the day. I think we've talked about that on this po- in this very podcast. Yeah, we probably have. People don't remember it. <laughs> Green ketchup happened for a bit. I did in purple as well. No, mate, no, you're dreaming. You're dreaming. That's mad. That's ma- that is mad. <laughs> if I had green eggs and ham, would I also have green ketchup? Yeah. It seems silly not to. Yeah, it would be weird. I think it'd make it look horrible. I think it would actually look better with green ketchup than it would with red ketchup. I feel like if green ketchup was still around now, yeah. it would have a hard time getting through the sugar tax. Yeah. Do you feel, I feel like there was a lot going on in that. That's very much a condiment that could only be legal for a very short period of time. <laughs> All right, Lucy, I think we've uh, given your pitch the respect it deserves. <laughs> uh, what about this one from Tim? Mad Max, Furry Road, exact same movie, but the cast is replaced with dogs and directed by that guy who made Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Also, Max is now a German shepherd with rabies. Look, who's that from? Tim. Tim, you've missed a trick here, mate. Barking Mad Max. <laughs> Barking Mad Max. Furry Road. Furry Road. Yeah. It's a team effort, Tim. Yeah, We're yeah. in this together. Yeah, exactly. We're all trying to get these films commissioned. The contributor gets thirty-three percent of the royalties. So it's all are they the dogs drive the cars, or are they just running through the desert? I prefer running. Yeah. What What about the guitar one? <laughs> oh, good question. He's like a chihuahua on top of like a bulldog with a little guitar. Yeah, a little chihuahua guitar. <laughs> no, he's got a um. Hmm, what was it, like an instrument he could have around his neck that he could play with his tongue? <laughs> He's got he's got one of those Bob Dylan harmonicas. Yes, he's got a Bob Dylan harmonica. That's great. Could a dog could a dog blow? <laughs> do animals blow? <laughs> Elephants definitely do, don't they? Oh, big time, mate. That's like their main feature. And obviously whales and dolphins and things. But I don't think there's any domestic pets that do. <laughs> it's not... If you went, if you returned to your house and your dog was just whistling in the corner, <laughs> that'd be weird, wouldn't it? That'd be the beginning of the end. Yeah, or I uh, know more so if you walked in. You, who's playing that harmonica? <laughs> you walk into the kitchen. There's your dog. I think that pets being able to whistle is probably the first sign of the of their uprising. Yeah, it feels like. Hmm. They've kind of watched us. Yeah, and then opposable thumbs come next, and then and then they can play them. any instrument, <laughs> can't they? That's when it gets dangerous. Yeah, when the animals can play any instruments. Because like keyboard cat couldn't actually play the cat. The cat. <laughs> <laughs> <Are> you <laughs> you play the keyboard, he just couldn't play a cat. We we didn't. Believe. Is this some sort of conspiracy theory that you're peddling? <laughs> yeah, it was a man in a suit. <laughs> the keyboard playing was legit. Okay, <laughs> the cat wasn't. The cat wasn't legit. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Love keyboard cat. That is the coldest take of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Wait till you read my article all about it. Uh, Yeah, so it's just like a... I I assume it's like a family fun romp, this uh, furry road. Yeah. What happens in Mad Max Fury Road, it's just a bunch of car chases. And I say that as someone who loved the film. Like, That sounds very disparaging. I liked it, but when they turn around and go back across the desert, I thought, (laughs) come on, guys. That is rubbish. Furry Road won't have any U-turns. Cool. So they've got an endpoint. In Mad Max, they literally do drive across the desert and go, oh no, you've got to go back across. It's like they left their keys at home. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That is a bit ridiculous, isn't it? Agreed. Yeah, I, guitar guitar dog, uh, do they spray the silver paint in their mouths? Yeah. The main guy looks Big a bit like a dog. dog. Yeah. But he's got Not a face a- of one of those, you know, the blonde dogs with the long hair. He does a bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Tim, thank you. Tim, thanks. What about this one from Kelly? Kelly's given us two. 
she was clearly inspired by my uh, kaiju contributions to the world. Uh, she's either got the Lion King Kong or the Stephen King Kong. Good. Okay. Okay. So massive lion. Yeah. Giant <laughs> lion. Which look, I've, I thought about this for a while, but never broadcast it. Is the gorilla the best animal to make big to take down a city? Well, Rampage is testing that out, isn't it? With the big yeah. So I mean, thing. but King Kong is also the one that's uh, tested wolf. out most famously. Yeah. Uh, but no, but I'm saying oh, what else is in Rampage? Animals. In in Rampage, there's an alligator and a wolf. Mm. Massive ones. Okay. How big is the Are wolf? We specifically it's talk- weird to make, when you make, it's weird to make like a wolf big, isn't it? But mm. you, a crocodile and stuff, because they are quite big. Oh. I think that's why it's okay, because they kind of seem big. They, well, because they, what they, I think it's partly. They suit it. Cause they, exactly, because they move in like a slow way. Which yeah, kind of but making a wolf suits big. itself to big, whereas making, is it going to be slow now or is it still going to be as fast, which would be really weird. And how long are its legs? That's what I think is weird. That's the weirdest bit. Mm. Uh, what, right. Are you saying what's the best animal to make big for destroying a city? That's exactly what I'm saying. It's so yeah. skyscraper stuff. Yeah, yeah. A hippo? Eagle. An eagle? <laughs> a rhino would be excellent. A rhino would be so good. Yeah. A ri- you can imagine a rhino being big. Yeah, because it's, so, it's big. It's slower and it's, it's pretty big. Pacey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, what, you know, we're not considering, like, an ant. But bit, like, I'm, think, I'm talking big. I'm talking really yeah. big. It's weird. A, sl- a snail <laughs> or a scorpion. Imagine, ma- John. Imagine a scorpion, yeah, but really good. big. <laughs> okay, thanks, mate. I can do that. Really big. They're not increasing to the same scale. What? <laughs> it's as big as King Kong. So everything I'm yeah, talking oh, about. Yeah, so no, a scorpion. Imagine a scorpion that big. I'm imagining it. it's great. It, it's, it uses pins to the tops of buildings. Yeah, it could just spike anything with its tail. I think what could be really fun yeah. is like a lamb. A really big lamb. Yeah, because <laughs> then the rock. What would it do? Inevitably, the rock would have to be sent in in the big helicopters to try and take it down. But all the children would be like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute." It would be so cute. Yeah. Just innocently smashing buildings, like in its without realizing, yeah, because oh. or giddy. What about when it grows into a sheep? Bin it, ram page. No, sorry, I just broke for a second there. I was so impressed with that. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. What are we doing? Oh, the Lion King Kong, right? Yeah, the Lion King Kong is it just one lion that's giant? I think it's King Kong, animals? but with songs. Oh, King yeah. Song, sing song, hang on. Um, Sing Song <laughs> The musical version of King, King Kong On the actually, West End That's actually fucking brilliant mate yeah. Cut that out Because someone loved that Is that on John Have you still got Andrew Lloyd Webber's yeah, number? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speed that Big time <laughs> He's <laughs> desperate to get on the podcast The big The big musicals of the last three years yeah. Book of Mormon Hamilton Sing Song <laughs> <laughs> And he's got form Because King Kong's taken to Broadway Oh, right, in the film. In the film. But the reason it doesn't go well is he's put in a cage, not given a top hat and a cane. <laughs> so. Sing song. The King Kong musical. Yeah. Is it a jukebox musical where he does famous songs that already about exist? Mon- about monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, he re... It's a gorilla song, songs by the monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm very excited to see and hear this. All right, I'm going to dedicate my life to making this now. I'm looking forward to the really shoddy stage effects that make it look like he's like climbing up buildings and stuff. <laughs> I'm very excited. Does he talk then? Yeah, he talks. He <laughs> sings. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally, for most people, are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, what about this one from Bakhti? And um, Bakhti's actually got a little story for us that I will share for you. After the show. Is the film Back to the Future? No. Oh, well, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> what, it's just about her yeah. going back in time? Yeah, and then to the future. And then back in time and then to the future and then back and then to the future and then back into the future. Back back to, to the future? Yeah. A film about a listener that most people don't know recreating the Back to the Future, back to the future yeah. trilogy. Right, anyway, let's go to her actual idea, which is the torn identity. Natalie Imbruglia wakes up having no idea about her musical career. For some reason, I immediately thought of a torny owl, but that's probably because of the chat we're having. Wouldn't an owl be good? Anyway, sorry, Natalie Imbruglia. Yeah. She wakes up having forgotten that she is a pop star. Yeah. Brilliant. And so, so Natalie Imbruglia wakes up, no idea she's a pop star. So she's about to embark on a world tour. Oh, Wow. What I assume, right, because in the Born Identity, he has no idea who he is. Whereas in this, it seems a bit more like she's going to wake up and it's going to be like her tour manager is going to be like, all right, we need to go. And people say, are you Natalie Imbruglia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, I, I don't know. So then uh, what we've got to decipher, so she's got to slowly learn all, this is all boring montage stuff, but she's got to slowly <laughs> learn to be Natalie Imbruglia. Yeah. And then there'll be some cheesy line about like, we're all Natalie Imbruglia. <laughs> Forgetting how to be Natalie Imbruglia made me realise that I had forgotten how to be Natalie Imbruglia. <laughs> but we have to work out who would be like a rival pop star of that era. Dido. <laughs> so Dido yeah. has got her memory wiped because the t- she, they're basically doing the exact same tour, like the same different venues in the same cities every night. I thought you were going to say Dido's like, you know, the assassins they hired to take out Jason Bourne. Yeah, and they try and they try and outperform Natalie and Brulia, but none of them can because Natalie and Brulia, the old tricks kick in as soon as she steps on stage. She doesn't even realise, so she's obviously fucking terrified. She's got no idea yeah, that she's yeah. going to be able to do it when she steps out there. It's like Bourne, pick it, you know, like when Bourne just kills someone with a biro. <laughs> Natalie and Brulia picks up a mic, just floors everyone in the crowd. <laughs> she's like, what? "What's happening?" So like, Dido was in the wings, hoping that she would yeah. die so that she could metaphorically so that she could come out and take the rest and be of the Dido, set. yeah <laughs> no luck there Dido fooled again uh, what about this one from Connie 
Four weddings, three men, a funeral, and a baby. <laughs> okay. Four weddings. <laughs> so is one of the men marrying a baby? <laughs> That's not right. No. <laughs> Okay. Is one of them killing a baby? Oh, that's all, no, does that's the all, baby kill one of them? That's I like that. That's better. <laughs> yeah. All right. Babies murdering adults is funny. That is really funny, <laughs> and there's not enough of it in modern cinema. I don't think I don't think it's happened since The Simpsons when Maggie killed. Yeah, that's he didn't the, even kill. That's the ultimate example, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, shot burns. Uh, okay, so baby serial killer. <laughs> but there's only a funeral, so is it a mass funeral? Mass grave. <laughs> You've made it less funny. You've made it sadder again. Well, sorry. That's just the kind of hungover guy I am today. I kind of want to work out what this is, but I also just want to do a separate film that's a babe, about a baby assassin. Because we, all the way back in maybe like, like boss one baby, or right? two, we were talking about Baby Driver. Yeah. And we talked about Baby uh, Paul Bear or whatever it was, how that's, or funeral director, that's not a fun baby job. No. Baby boss, Assassin. Baby Assassin, yeah. Baby, is the it- baby-faced assassin, that's um, that's one of the boxers. <laughs> oh, yeah, one yeah. of the boxers is yeah, the yeah, baby-faced yeah, yeah, assassin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bo- boxer, the punchy guys. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. Is, I assume Hugh Grant's in there somewhere. It's called the baby-faced assassin. <laughs> I, mate, I've got a story. Okay. So, it's called the baby-faced assassin. Yeah. Loads of boxing fans go because they think it's going to be the... <laughs> a biopic about who, whichever boxer it was yeah and then it's like Boss Baby the movie but <laughs> the baby's just killing people left right and centre <laughs> uh, do you know why I thought of that why my mum went to the cinema this week uh oh to see what she assumed to be the Malcolm X film Black Panther <laughs> <laughs> no yeah <laughs> and she just looked at cinema times some small indie she film she just looked Black at cinema Panther. times and saw Black Panther she went and she turned to her partner as the film started and said, why are so many kids here? <laughs> <laughs> great, hey? Isn't that great? Never seen, she's never seen a Marvel film. She's got no context for any of it. But to be fair... Enjoyed it. I was about to say... Enjoyed I, it. If you're going to start with one in yeah. recent years... Like, really great stuff though, isn't it? Oh, I yeah. kind of like the idea of just picking films solely on the title. That is amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Like no research around it. Didn't he, I assume it was on the Odeon website. I didn't even click Black Panther to find out what it's about. I just saw it and thought, well, that can only be about one thing. <laughs> That can only be about one thing. Also, I like and that. that so that, that's been, the crowd we're going to get with the babyface assassin. <laughs> oh, it might have been Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, Oli Gunnar yeah, Solskjaer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just also like the fact your mum's been living under a rock for three months and doesn't know what Black Panther is. You're assuming, mate, that people over the age of 50 care about superhero films. Yeah, I guess. It just is on all the buses and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I assume she gets plenty of buses. You're assuming people outside of London, <laughs> over the age of 50, see buses? Hey, where I grew up, there was a bus every three hours. <laughs> Same. Yeah, we're not paying attention to the yeah, ad on it. Sorry. Oh, yeah, you're right. There was a Black Panther ad on a bus that I had the opportunity to see twice in a day. Uh, because I don't think we've done real justice to Connie's uh, lovely idea of four weddings, three men, a funeral and a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for the record, uh, Hugh Grant will be playing the baby. It's him in like a big nappy. Oh, dear. That's not nice. <laughs> Killing, That's not nice. Killing people. <laughs> <laughs> he plays a great villain. We learned uh, that from Paddington too. Amazing. Uh, brilliant. I think I've seen him sell dog food dressed as a dog, so I think he can sell <laughs> a baby assassin. Yeah, we don't talk about the early 2000s. It wasn't <laughs> a great time. For great. Right, so I think we should probably move on to our own ideas yeah. at this point. Uh, as I sort of hinted at earlier, John, Yeah. I'm not 
not really present today. Firing on in my, half cylinder. Yeah, there's no cylinders left. Yeah, I'm running on empty. As good old Jackson Brown once sang. So I, I'm going to talk you through what happened here when I tried to pick a film. Yeah. So I knew that John was approximately 30 seconds away from the door. Yeah. And that's when I began to think about recording this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so I've got for you Singing in Lorraine. Okay. It's a story about a singing quiche. Because <laughs> I think... I'm, I'm worried that Singing in Lorraine has come up, but I believe that was to do with Lorraine Kelly. Wasn't to do with quiches. I don't think so, so I think we're in safe ground. So it's a Singing Quiche Lorraine, that's all i got. Yeah. And I've also got... Is this is is this going to be like the short musical that happens before, before Sing next Song? One. Before Sing Song, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've also got Coventry of Life. <laughs> oh, mate, no, we're not doing Coventry of Life. I don't know what Tree of Life's about, yeah. but I have been to Coventry. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what's your idea? Mine's actually equally as I, I, I ill refuse researched. to believe that. You know there's that film, The Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas? Yeah. Does that mean that in the caveman times... They had Vegas? Yeah, well, it does mean they had Vegas, because I've yeah. seen that film when I was a kid. Yeah. Does that mean they have, like, all the cities? And do they have an entire... Do, what I'm trying to say is... Because the whole thing about The Flintstones was it was, like, modern-day society in, in the 50s. Yeah, yeah. As cave people. Was it in the 50s? And yeah. I, know I always bring it back to this question, but does that mean there was Caveman Hitler? Oh, whenever, whenever you come up, whenever you do a parallel version of an Earth, but slightly different, yeah, the question always so. is, is there a version how would is they there have a crossed, How would they have crossed continents to have war? Boats. That what they row with their feet. Have you seen... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's good. Like, was there any other transport beyond feet cars? <laughs> what, like pedal helicopters? Yeah, yeah, probably. They probably did that, didn't they? Yeah. I I think the Flintstones is one of the biggest contributors to the myth in my head that humans and dinosaurs exist oh, uh, at the yeah, same time. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because, you know, you're, you're brought up to see that as fact. Yeah. And I assume that they, you know, slid down Diplodocus's necks at the end of the day. At the end of the day, working in a quarry? <laughs> Don't know what they're doing there. Yeah. But, like, also, so <laughs> if the Flintstones is essentially, like, kind of a quasi-stone version of modern-day America in the 50s, does that mean they had a caveman time before them? Uh, and what this, was that like? I am clearly not in the position to <laughs> be thinking about this, mate. What would, their, what would their caveman times have been like? Would they have had a history where dinosaurs and humans coexisted? I don't know, mate. I don't know. And if they remade Flintstones now, would it be a quasi-version of modern You're making me so angry. <laughs> Would it be a version of modern day with like fake with caveman fake, like, internet and, stone iPhones and stuff? Yeah, and caveman Kardashians. Oh, we love the Kardashians. Yeah, we won't say a bad word about the Kardashians because <laughs> of the their power. Yeah, they're so powerful. We love and are scared of the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah. Well, We're, this is a weird end. It's petering out. Have you met my good friend Peter out? I have. <laughs> I, I mean, he's been he's been here every episode. Yeah, yeah, in the room. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm glad we find. He normally shows up the last sort of two or three minutes. <laughs> right. Anyway, should we pick a winner? And it won't be fucking it, us. Won't one of us. I'll tell you that much. Um, what did I like? What did I like? What did I like? I quite liked. We got more juice in inverted mm. commas out of torn identity than I was expecting. Torn identity it is. Well yeah. That brings us to the end of the show. We know it's the end of the show because there is a rat tat tat at the studio door and yeah. lo and behold it's a bloody singing gorilla <laughs> let's go get some green eggs and ham
as I was saying in the episode, Bakhti's brought a story for us. Cool. And, um, I don't know if you remember. I'm going to say three episodes ago. I've plucked that number out of my head. It feels like it was three episodes ago. Mm-hmm. You told us about your uh, haircut-based phobia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want, do you want, do you want a refresher? Yeah, go for it. I kind of, I always, I, it's not really a phobia, but I always just imagine a situation where mid-haircut, where I'm at my most stupid, my hairdresser dies or has a heart attack or something goes horribly yeah. wrong and I have to walk out into the streets of London with a terrible haircut. And like, what do I do in that situation? You know, demand a refund, find a new hairdresser. It's, it's tricky, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of what I think about that every time I get my haircut. So, uh... <laughs> Bakhti told us a story of her friend. So we're going, this is, what, three degrees of separation? Mm -hmm. We won't name the friend, but we'll tell the story. Great. My friend was going on a holiday and already tormented herself all week deciding to go home-home outside of London where prices are normal to get a wax done instead of London, which would have been convenient. She waited so long deciding that she didn't leave time to go home, so ended up settling for a lady that waxes from her house in London. Mm. This is all. This is already yeah, getting a bad dodgy. story, right? Halfway through the body wax, the lady gets a call from someone, right, and discovers that someone that she knows has just died. So she had to just stop mid wax, right? To add insult to injury, this was an old elderly lady who didn't drive. So then she asked the friend to drive her to the relative's house. Oh my god! So this person's friend is half waxed. Driving an old lady. Have we got any detail on, on the half? <laughs> so my fear is a, is grounded somewhere. Like it's ge- genuinely a good fear. Yeah. But, you know, I should be thinking about it. I should be vigilant. <laughs> Cut your own hair. That's the message. <laughs> the message is you, you, have a you heart can't attack. rely on anyone. Well, if you see yourself oh. in the mirror half of it, it's the worst, and then you have a heart attack and die. Does an undertaker cut your hair? You know how they... Do the nails and stuff. They do all your nails and make your face look nice. Do they give you a haircut? I don't I know. Wonder. That's a great question, John. Any undertakers listening? Let us know. Would I would genuinely love to know that? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. Undertakers, are they also hairdressers? So, here's a secret. This is, this is, the, this is post, post, this ramble. is post, post, so because like, I'm really hoping no one will ever hear one this. One person is yeah. listening. Um, even if there's one person hearing this, that's dangerous, potentially quite yeah. dangerous. So, at the end of the recording uh, last week, guys, um, we just smashed it. We just produced some serious gold. John and I were flying. We were giddy. We didn't really know what was going on. Um, the thing we were recording to, I should also state, the thing where we record is my place of work. Uh, the device that we record into records onto a little SD card. And, you know, we record it, we hit stop. I pop the SD card out, put it on a laptop, we transfer the files. A tale as old as time. Yeah. People have been retransferring forever. Because we were so giddy last week, popped the SD card out with such reckless abandon that I somehow managed to flick it into this tiny slot that's next to the desk and it fell and it fell kind of and the, the slot's too small for an arm even yeah. a slender arm like mine yeah. uh, to reach down and grab and so the SD card was gone and I just lost my mind <laughs> absolutely lost my mind John got very quiet and nervous and worried about the situation and I just stood on the desk <laughs> And kicked it until enough broke that I could reach the SD card. But what I didn't anticipate <laughs> was that that would mean the whole desk would fall from the wall. And I, I mean, I really fucked it, guys. I completely oh. fucked the room. I uh, just had like it was like the red mist to send it. It was it was, it was peculiar. It, I've no, I've not seen that side of you, John. Also, yeah, I know. Well, I was really sad that John had to see that side <laughs> of it. Joe may not have noticed because he was he was in such a rage. But um, he says I stood quietly. 
I wasn't even in the room at the time. Oh, right, yeah. I, was, <laughs> I actually don't remember that. I was in the kitchen area of the office looking for anything I could use to, like, pry out this set. Sounds like an alibi, that, mate. Oh, and then I just heard alibi. this massive crack and ran back into the room. <laughs> <laughs> That's Joel hulking out. Yeah, I really did. Clothes. I was so sweaty as well. I, was just, I, went, I went absolutely mad. It was a good episode last week. I thought, oh, that's gone forever. We'll never be able to recreate that. I just went, I just went crazy. It was weird. But we're back here, John. Yeah. This week? There's the desk. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you didn't touch wood. I came, I came in at the crack of dawn, yeah. armed with a drill. Talk to me about what you can see. I can see a perfectly reconstructed desk job. It's exquisitely well repaired, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You'd never know. Your your carpentry skills finally got some use. Yeah. My, uh, my granddad's a carpenter. Is he? Yeah. Do you teach you these skills or... Yeah, Just he taught like, me. He taught oh. me this. Yeah, he also taught me how to podcast. <laughs> Don't tell anyone about that, by the way, guys. Don't mention it to anyone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.